Welcome to North Clay Baptist Church. As we continue in our devotional series of reading through the Bible, we are well on our way to um, wrapping it up for the year. And today, um, as in the last few days, we will cover two chapters. And we will cover chapters 13 and 14 in Paul's letter to the church at Rome. Chapter 13 opens with... Um, Paul's directions on submit, submitting to the authorities, and we will return to this passage in a bit and take a look at it a little further. He continues in chapter 13 of laying out the fact that the fulfilling of the law is to love one another. That the greatest commandment, when Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? And he says, um, that you are to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, that you love your neighbor as yourself. And Paul says as much in this section of Romans that um, the greatest uh, fulfillment of the commandment can be summed up in one word, and that is that you love your neighbor as yourself. And again, Jesus speaks in John. He tells the disciples while he's with them in the upper room. He tells them, that if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And the Apostle Paul in Corinthians uh, 13, 1 Corinthians 13 says, Faith, hope, and love abide, but the greatest of these is love. So again, this is a theme um, throughout, and there are many passages that point to this truth. As we look into chapter 14, Paul goes from this, um, what he does in 13, and says that we are not to, keeping in mind that we are to love one another, that we're not to un unjustly pass judgment on one another. Uh, and then he expounds on that and that, in, that we don't cause another to stumble. Very much like what he says in 1 Corinthians, again, um, that for the conscience of the weaker brother, that if we... Um, and as believers, we know that we are, have freedoms in Christ, um, that we can partake of certain things that are not unlawful to us. However, Paul does say that whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. So keeping that in mind, we do not take what we, in a clean conscience and true faith, we don't cause another to stumble because their conscience um, is not as is a little more sensitive to the fact that the examples he used that meat sacrificed to idols. Well, idols are nothing, and that is what we we know that they're they're just part of the of, of uh, creation that that they are made of creation, and they don't they are nothing. So there is no sacrificing to idols. But for someone that comes out of a background that that, that was very much part of what they were, um, they partook of, it, it, it can cause someone to stumble. So now let us go back to chapter 13, and I'm going to read the first seven verses, and we'll take a, a little bit closer look at this. Paul's admission to submit to the authorities. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? 
Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is the servant of God, an avenger, who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this you may this you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. So this passage um, in God's providence, the church has taken a little closer look at in recent years with the events over the last two and a half to nearly three years with what are the governing authorities, particularly the state, uh, whether it's national or state local governments, what authorities do they have? And what is the believer to do in response to the authorities? If the authorities say to us, you must stop meeting for the safety of public interest, are we to submit to that? It seems that Paul says so. But it says, be subject to the authority for there is no authority except from God. So as long as the authorities are following God's word, we are to submit to them because they are his ministers to those that do good. And they are also uh, for judgment and punishment for those who commit evil. Again, as long as they follow what God has said. As Baptists, the London Baptist, 1689 London Baptist Confession, chapter 24 addresses this. Uh, when it talks of civil government. So I want to read chapters or paragraph 1 and paragraph 3 of chapter 24 and this is what the confession says. God the supreme Lord and King of the whole world has ordained civil authorities to be under him and over the people. Under him and over the people. For his own glory and the public good. For this purpose, he has armed them with the power of the sword to defend and encourage those who do good and to punish evildoers. And in paragraph 3, because civil authorities are established by God for the purposes stated, we should submit in the Lord to them in everything lawful that they require. We should submit not only for fear of punishment, but also for the sake of conscience. We ought to make requests, requests and prayers for kings and everyone in authority, so that under their rule we may live a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. So those that submit to God's law and ultimately uh, to the kingship of the Lord Jesus Christ and they're following his commandments, as Paul has laid out, that we are to submit to them, but we are also to pray for them, that they would lead in this way. So um, as, as, as long as, we, as the civil authorities and the governing authorities are in submission to and following God's word, we are absolutely obligated and commanded to submit to them. But we are also where they stray and ask us to do something that goes against God's law and his commandments. We are absolutely to resist. And there, this is a pattern from the Old Testament to the New Testament that this is how we should react to those ungodly orders from our civil authorities. And again, we hope that this has been a blessing and an aid to your reading this morning. <laughs>